The Social Introvert. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Social Introvert Podcast. I'm your host, Sid Davis. This is episode 393. You can find the show exclusively on bynkradio.net forward slash podcast, as well as SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcast, and Spotify. If you want to follow me on social media, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Davis. I have other social media handles. The Instagram podcast page is at the Social Introvert Podcast, and Twitter is at Social Intro Pod. So, uh, man, so I had a bit of a hiccup, a bit of an error yesterday. Um, <laughs> oh man, this it, I'm still I'm over it, but. Everything got resolved, but I'm so irritated. So I said that I was going to have an interview with a music artist named Aspen, straight from New York. Um, She has like pop R&B, ethereal type vibe to her. Such a dope EP. It's titled Space. And um, if if you want to check it out, go ahead. It's available on all music streaming services. It's been out for the past two weeks now. Yeah, two weeks. Did the interview. And I I don't know. Maybe I'm scatterbrained. Maybe I just is so much going on. For some reason, I guess I forgot to freaking record the interview. And I I was just like hurt. I I couldn't even believe it, man. I'm like, what the? How did I forget to do that? The most important thing. Got everything set up. I'm on Zoom, but I forget to do that. Uh, So I hit her up again because she's saying, oh, my God, thank you so much. Blah, blah, blah. And and I let her know. She was like, oh, wait. She's like, no worries. She's she was saying I have something uh, dropping in May. I have a new EP dropping in May and. I'll, I'll be happy to come back. She's like, it was great being on there. Like, I, I I enjoyed myself. It was fun. She's like, so yeah, I'll definitely come back. So um, <laughs> the interview was delayed. You will not hear Aspen on this episode, unfortunately. And I, I'm cool. I'm okay. It's, it's all good. I just, me, I feel like, I, I don't know. I just beat myself up over simple mistakes like that. Like I know better. I should have, I should have checked. I should have double checked, but whatever. Uh, so what I will be doing is playing a couple of songs from her new EP space. So, um, I'm going to get into the show real quick. What I didn't know is Wiz Khalifa, Big Crit and Smoke Dizza and Girl Talk. I, I guess Girl Talk is the producer of uh, the entire project. But for about a few months, I was trying to figure out, I'm like, okay, Wiz Khalifa, Big Crit, and Smoke Dizza seem to be collaborating all the time. And I'm like, I think they got something coming. Like, I don't want to sit there and jump ahead of myself and say that, but I feel like they got something coming. And all the songs... It was, you know, Wiz Khalifa, Big Crit, Smoke Dizza, and Girl Talk. I'm like, who is Girl Talk? And lo and behold, an album came out last week 
called Full Court Press with the three of those guys, including Girl Talk. Girl Talk is doing the production. And one of the features on the album is Currency. So I think it was from, what was that first song? Uh, Santo's Party House off of Smoke Dizzle's Homegrown album. I think, yeah, Santo's uh, Party House is on the Full Court Press album as well. So I was like, man, I knew it. Okay, cool. I listened to Full Court Press. It is pretty good. I like it. Big Crit, Wiz Khalifa, Smoke Dizza. Can't go wrong with the three of those guys. Well, maybe. I don't know. It's questionable with Big Crit as of late. Uh, but I'm sitting here questioning myself. I'm like, damn. Like, This is what I wanted, Big Crit. This is what I wanted from your albums, your, your recent album. I I don't know what it is. I don't know the direction that he's trying to go for. It's confusing, but I mean, hey, artists change. They they do what they must to stay relevant. But this full court press album by these three gentlemen is fire. I do like it. It's really good. Gunplay. Gunplay is back. Rick Ross's boy from MMG. Uh, I like Gunplay. <laughs> I really do like Gunplay. I, uh, how can I say this, man? I don't want to get hurt when I see, if, if I ever see gunplay in person, I'm not trying to get beat up because if he is that type of person, <laughs> I like the album. It's just way too many features. I think he has like two songs, like that's, he's just by himself and the rest of the tracks are just flooded with features and i'm like no fam i I, uh, I don't know it don't bother me but i'm like a gunplay gunplay is capable of doing an album by himself maybe one feature could include uh, a rick ross or maybe meek mill or you know you know mmg guys you know what i'm saying like that's okay but it, it's just from artists that i've never heard of and i'm like I, okay, I guess. <laughs> I don't. And the album is called All Bullshit Aside. And so if you want to check it out, it's available on all music streaming platforms. It's it's okay. I don't know. Eh, it could have been better, but it's the features bother me. Shout out to 12 Kyle from 12 Kyle Podcasts. He used, well, he still, I think he still goes by that about an album having way too many features like it doesn't really showcase the artist themselves so i used to i i I didn't agree with that at first because i'm like no man that's cool you know man features and blah 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 and i remember him saying that he was like when you get older or you know over time you will come to find out that you're not going to like that very much and he was right because Goodness gracious. Look, fam, if you're dropping an album or an EP or something, do what you must to keep as little features as possible. Don't have your album flooded with, I don't, Tom, Dick and Harry. Like, that's just, come on, fam. I'm, I don't know. But if you want to check it out, like I said, it's on all music streaming services. Yeah, it's whatever to me. Um, I did listen to, let me see what else I listened to 
recently. Let me check. Let me check. Polyester the Saint. Polyester the Saint. Actually, you know what? Yeah. Okay. Polyester the Saint has a new project out called In Us We Trust Side A. But Polyester the Saint always delivers. He gives me what I want when it comes to music. You know, currency. In the likes of Currency, of Smoke Dizza, those guys, Larry June, I don't need to go any further with him. What I want to get into is Sid from the internet. She is finally back, and I have been patiently, just I've just been patient waiting for her to drop an album. But she's out with a brand new album called Broken Hearts Club. This album is amazing. This is awesome. Like I like the first album. I love her debut. I, th- I believe the debut album is called Finn, uh, but this one right here, her her sophomore effort is awesome. You see, it's 13 tracks, um, and the album features Smino, shout out to Smino, Lucky Day, which is the, uh, the lead single uh, from the album, and then Out Loud featuring Kehlani. Regardless of how you feel about Kehlani, I'm, eh, I'm kind of iffy on her a little bit, but I mean, regardless, overall, the album is great. Uh, So uh, whenever you get time, check out Broken Hearts Club by Sid. It's available on all music streaming services. It's such an awesome project. Alex Isley and Jack Dean dropped Marigold, another awesome R&B album. Uh, Snoop Dogg, Snoop Dogg turned around and dropped another album, but it's it's an NFT drop. Uh, let me see. It's 11 tracks. This is actually better than <laughs> this is way better than the back on Death Row album. Um, I do like the back on Death Row album a lot, but this NFT album is called Metaverse, the NFT drop volume one. This album is like, damn, this is for those who complain about wanting old Snoop. You won't be disappointed here. Back on Death Row has some old Snoop elements in there, but this NFT album, great. I'll say, okay. I don't think Snoop will ever fall off. And most people might think differently than I do, but Snoop has never fallen off, regardless of what you think. I, I don't care. Um, let me see who else has dropped. You know what? I'll be back next week talking about some other projects. Um, I'll get into the Sunny Cologne album next week, probably, because it's called Juju and the Flower Bug. I really like that album. Um, I'll get into the Jay Worthy and Larry June project. Um, I got into it a little bit, uh, but I'll talk about it next week. I'll talk about Polyester, the Saint next week. And another project that I stumbled onto was by Mac Keen. Mac Keen and Esther. I don't know who Esther is. Esther is a great producer, but uh, they have a collaborative effort called Intersections. It's a it's a six track EP. Uh, I'll talk about that one next week as well. But we are going to get into some new music. Uh, like I said, I was going to showcase uh, Aspen's new EP called Space on this episode since I didn't fucked everything up. So <laughs> real quick, this is one of the songs off of her EP is titled Floating. Uh, as I was talking to her, she was saying this was inspired by her pole dancing. She does pole dancing. So uh, 
Once again, it's called Floating. Check it out. The Social Introvert. Once again, that is Floating by Aspen off of her brand new EP titled Space. It's available on all music streaming platforms. Be sure to go check that out. It's a really good EP. So, so Drake um, has some bars that he sent to Pusha T, allegedly, is on a leaked song with Jack Harlow. I've been trying to find the audio. I cannot find the audio and it's pissing me off. Some of you might have heard it already, but what I will say, and I'm going to say it again, and I've said it time and time before, leave Pusha T alone. I was late on hearing neck and wrist and I heard neck and wrist. Leave them alone. You don't want them problems again. You do. Because <laughs> as soon as as soon as it goes off the rails like it did last time. They're going to be calling Pusha T a bully and, oh, my God, somebody needs to do something about this. This isn't right. And all this, that, and the third. And see, before the energy was like, leave Drake alone. You can't touch him. See, he's the goat. And then whenever them damn, whenever the paint chips started breaking off of that dude. Yeah, we, we just got a whole bunch of. Pusha T needs to be arrested for being a bully. This isn't cool. Why are you bringing up his personal life? How do you know about... Like, dude, this is rap. It gets like that. Like, this is rap. Leave him alone. <laughs> I said it before. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, I was late on hearing neck and wrist and I heard it. This is Pusha T's second time getting a J-verse. Like, just out of nowhere. Like, it's... Fam, the Drug Dealers Anonymous song, like, I didn't even expect for that to happen. And then Neck and Wrist, I heard about it. I'm like, okay, cool. And then it's like, oh, featuring Jay-Z. And I'm like, huh? Again? 
Jay-Z just don't come out the woodwork to collaborate with anybody. He has to have a reason to do it. He has to have a legitimate reason to get on a feature. And he showed up and showed out. Jay-Z in perfect Jay-Z fashion has probably some of the best quotables I heard in a while. You know, like the phase on the phase on love quotable is probably the hardest bar I've heard in a minute. That was a one. Oh, my God. If you haven't heard neck and wrist, check it out. Uh, As a matter of fact, let me see. What was the other quotable that Jay-Z had? Not on that song, but um, on Drug Dealers Anonymous. I think it was the damn Daniel. The damn Daniel reference. Yeah, that was hard. But yeah, uh, Lee Lee Pusha T alone. You don't want them problems. (laughs) You really don't want them problems. Uh, So, let me see what else we got going on here, man. Uh, Let me see. So, I wanted to also talk about a couple of things that happened two weeks ago. When I put out an episode talking about the black photographer that uh, was charging more for BBW models. And I got a little bit off the rails towards the end of the episode. I just started saying what the hell I wanted to say. I still kept it slight because I could have went further. But I received some feedback from people that said that wasn't very nice. And uh, (laughs) I need to control myself professionally on a podcast like I was told you need to conduct yourself more professionally on this is a podcast and shit like that right and I said what I said I'm not apologizing because if you have such a problem you can go elsewhere and look for a photographer I have the same opinion when it comes to like for instance the gay couple that went into that cake shop in New York and they felt some type of way about the dude that would not make them a wedding cake or something like that. So they just started blasting him. Every they're, they're, That's not even necessary. Go elsewhere. There's a million umpteen places that you can go to to get a cake made. Like, fuck that dude if you don't want to make a cake for y'all. Just, just go somewhere else. Same thing here. Like, if you're just getting upset because he charges $100 more... Then, I mean, it wasn't meant for you to hit him up and ask for his prices. As a matter of fact, I don't even think that was the case. I think she knew about it from the jump because he's made quite a name for himself on them TikTok streets and Instagram. So I think she knew about it in the sense of, okay, I'm going to blast him once he tells me the prices. It's the way she went about it. Uh, But people had a problem with what I said about taking the hundred dollars and or taking what she had in her bank account and spending it on like Weight Watchers or Blue Apron and HelloFresh. I meant what I said. I'm not taking it back. Take your big ass on somewhere. Like everybody knows that. The more threading used for bigger people, the clothes will cost more. I'm big too. Not that big, but I'm big. Okay? You know, I'm well, I wouldn't say rotund. That's a little extreme for me to say that about myself. <laughs> but, you know, men's clothes are expensive, period. It doesn't matter how big you are. Fuck it. Men's clothes are expensive. So I'm like, God damn, the more threading used, you're going to pay more, period. It doesn't matter. 
Uh, but yeah, I'm not taking back with what I said. I don't. And fuck your feedback. How about that? Fuck your feedback. I don't care. Some people got upset over that episode, that Thursday episode from two weeks ago. And I'm like, holy smokes. I'm like, oh, it was like that. It's like every time I do something like just common or whatever every week, nobody really says much. Like, oh, cool episode. Oh, man, I never heard of that artist before. I'm going to check them out. And then when I go off the rails or do something crazy or say something crazy, it's, oh, my God, like, I can't believe you. Like, how do you expect to blow up and blah, blah, blah if you do or say stuff like this on a podcast? And I'm like, fam, you need to go back and listen to, like, Howard Stern and uh, Rush Limbaugh, especially Rush Limbaugh. Jesus. Um, Don Imus got away with calling two black girls nappy-headed hoes. There's a lot of things that have been said on podcasts that are very questionable. I think I walk the line when I say things. I don't think I go extreme. (laughs) Like, versus, versus what I say off the mic... I don't think I go. I don't think I go extreme like that. Cause what I say off the mic, it's a li- it's worse. It's much worse. So, be happy that you're hearing what you hear on the microphone. Because this is just me teetering, you know, on the balance beam. Just trying to keep it light and be nice. But there's a lot of people that had problems with the episode from two weeks ago. And I'm not apologizing. But yeah. In the Courtney Taylor situation, too, there were some things that I had to say before I sat down to record. But I said, you know what? I'm not going to say anything mean like that. I'm not going to say anything crazy. I'm going to just keep it light. Because, you know, a lot of people, they just they want to be the first to jump out and say something. I'll just sit and wait and think about it and then give you my overall thoughts. All I'm saying is, if you're upset over his tweets, that is a very dumb thing to be upset about. What you should be upset about is the fact that this man's life was taken. Just like you're upset whenever an unarmed black man loses his life to police. Like, have the same energy. That's what I'm saying. And <laughs> I'm not. it's not a laughing matter. And it's quite strange, you know. I figure I can have a conversation about it one of these days. I don't think this is the right time or I don't think I'm mature enough to have that conversation just yet when it comes to the plight of unarmed black men being shot by police and, you know, just police brutality. It it always seems as if y'all use us and just move the fuck on. Like you, you use us as a way to make people feel bad for you. Oh my God, you're killing our black kings and this, that, and this. y'all know where I'm going with this. And then you chew us up, spit us out, and then it's just on to the next. And I don't think that's right because you're not genuine with it. I know you're not genuine at all. So whenever you, and then you, you see it for your own benefit too. That's the thing. You see it for your own benefit. So when you get mad at this dude because um, he has some questionable and disparaging things to say about said group um you should not be getting upset because he's not personally talking about you and he <laughs> i don't know like it, the way the way he tweeted it out was in generalization but 
at the same time, for y'all to get in y'all feelings and to take it personal, it's kind of silly. Because I, that's like some some white chick saying, oh, I don't date black guys because blah, 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 this, that, and the third. I don't give a fuck. I don't even know her. She don't know me. I could care less. Same thing applies. That's all I'm saying. Um, but anyways, that wraps this episode up for me. Um, I have nothing to come in here and talk about today. I'm a little upset over the interview uh, not coming out the way that well, it came out the way I wanted it to, but I forgot to record on my part, so it was a it was an error on my side. And yeah, man, I, I'll do better next time. And plus, a lot of the news right now is pertaining to people getting shot by family members or just stupid news. The Will Smith shit is still running rampant. Kim Kardashian and Wack 100 news is running rampant. I'm over it. I'm so over it. I, uh, get us back to normal with some like cooler shit trending. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I just, uh, it's the same shit over and over again. Give us something else that's more entertaining to talk about. But thank you for listening to episode 393. Real quick, shout out to Jonathan Podcast. Shout out to 12 Cow Podcast. Random Tandem. Tackless know-it-all, two awkward millennials. We came from bad news. And, of course, I can't forget about the BYNK family. Shout out to the Governing Podcast with Shogun and Cole Jackson. And shout out to Rain Coleman over there at the Carefree Black Nerd Podcast. Also, shout out to Whitney Janae from the Sex with Friends Podcast. Last but not least, shout out to Robin Mortal and Jasmine Blue. Those are BYNK blog content creators. I'm also a blog content creator. You can go to bynkradio.net, go to the lifestyle section, scroll down to you see social introvert. Send your emails if you have any thoughts, if you have any questions, you need any advice, you can send those emails to the social introvert podcast at gmail.com. And as always, take care of each other, most importantly, take care of yourselves, and I'll see you guys next week. Peace. The social introvert.
Radio.